Jacko loves stray dogs. Beastie loves to loaf. You know what they say about playing the game? You can't hear it today. I said now. Legal Counsel is brought to you by Rugby Pass, the premier destination for rugby fans and, and rugby league fans in Asia. Streaming international test matches, the NRL, the Rugby Championship, Super Rugby, the Rugby League, World Cup and more to your device wherever you are in Asia. Every match on Rugby Pass is available live and on demand and is carried in HD quality with adaptive streams to match your connection. Welcome back to Legal Counsel. Again, a little mini hiatus for us. Um, While well, we rinsed ourselves clean, we wrung ourselves dry in Hong Kong up at a board meeting up there um, about a week and a half ago. Um, but a big welcome, a big warm Hong Kong welcome to the board member himself, Jack Muir. How's it going, mate? Uh, very good, thank you. Um, now, I'm just going to call you up. Not call, call you up, but did you mention that... Our colleagues, our partners, Rugby Pass, are going to show the Rugby League World Cup. Is that confirmed you're just making that up? Speculating because I'm so... Usually they just deliver for me. And um, look, I would put a good solid bet on the fact that they would show the Rugby League World Cup because that's what they do. They show rugby and league in Asia. Um, yeah, look, they should, they should, they should get it done. Um, let's see how it goes. Um, I, hey, I, I have all the faith that, in Richard North yeah, and Jamie. Get it done. I mean, that, yeah. what a tournament it's going to be. In fact, have you, you know, old um, uh, Dean and Kemp, who was a, there's a, it wasn't a, he scored four tries a couple of times for the Broncos. You know how he interviews like former players and stuff. Have you seen that one he does of Angus Crichton? No, what's his show called? The uh, it's called Man on a Bus. No, uh, full. Uh, I don't know. I can't he remember. Used play, but um, he used to play football for Australian under twenties, yeah. didn't he? He has got that sort of like European sort of look about him, doesn't he? I always thought he was Darius Boyd's brother. He, that was very similar players. I think they made their debuts within three games of each other in two thousand seven. Very rare. Yeah, but 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 what I was. As you know, the Angus Crichton. Mm. Um, I, I think you would agree he's probably one of the fines of this year. In fact, mm. he is he a go is he a go for um, rookie of the year? Because actually, everyone's talking about Cottridge, but surely Crichton must be up there. Or did he play some games last year? I think he may have, but you have to play more than three, don't you? I'm just checking that out. To me, he he he's just in a more um, diverse position than um, Kotrick. Yeah, Kotrick is pretty good, though. I mean, I oh, he's good, but so is Crichton. Yeah, well, Crichton's unreal. He's a guy that you build a club around. He's a future captain yep. for the for the um, Cardinal and Myrtle. But uh, okay, um, so he made his debut in round 19 in 2016. So what's the limit you reckon? Three. Three. Okay, so Stupid he looks role. like. He's just, Mm, yeah, what do you? Yeah, what like do you? But anyway, anyway, no. But Cotter. No, what? You know, why would no? Why was it on? No, well, let me tell you about um Crichton. Mm. He said that uh, to Dinan that he um was actually a union man and the coach of the New South Wales Warriors, uh, what are they, Waratahs, he actually said to him, "Nah, mate, you won't make a debut for New South Wales to your 22." And he was like, "What?" And so he walked out, and no, then Madge took him for coffee uh, in the in the burrow, mm. and was like, "Mate, when you're ready, I'll put you in." Fuck. So, so what, he actually played eight games last year. So yeah, Cotter's yeah. got a shoe in. It's strange that um, that the Waratahs, given that they are really bad from memory, they just have won bugger all games. They said that to well, a they guy. Won the comp. 
The Waratahs? No. They said to because from all reports Crichton was a schoolboy superstar rugby player, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, that's what uh, Crivo tells us. Yeah. He Shout keeps his finger on pulse the uh, private schools in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> he does. But back to Cottridge. I remember at the start of the season, pre-season, Ricky Stewart released Edric Lee, who's always been a favourite of mine and a favourite of the show. We do love our yeah, Indigenous yeah. players. Cousin Gambian. of Paddy Mills. No, he's Indigenous. No, no, he's Indigenous, I know. But he does, he's just got an African look about him, doesn't he? Two years ago, he was 18th man for Queensland. Remember that? Benta. He was, mate. Look it up. And wow. um, Ricky Stewart just released him. And I was like, fuck, whoever they've got on the wing must be bloody good to come in and replace Edric Lee, who I don't think Sticky ever forgave him for dropping that pass on the wing in the preliminary final against Melbourne last year when they lost 14-12, which really yeah, cost yeah, them yeah. a grand final berth. And fuck, how good last year would have a Sharks-Raiders final been, given that they'd already played down in the first round and the Sharks went down to Canberra bet them and that was in the early Viking clap days and I remember Michael yep. Innes just turning oh. around and doing the Viking clap to the fans and I don't th- I think they won without Gallon that day which was just yeah, yeah. a real sign of their premiership credentials did you hear um, when um, Reese uh, made of our miso soup he went to uh, Norway and got the Viking clap what do you mean he- <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you told that joke but inserted a different business name? <laughs> well, but the, the, he, the master is the guy I just used. No comment. Um, but right. look, speaking of preliminary finals last year when Melbourne beat Canberra, we, we have been dished up. Now, it was a shit season. Would you agree? It was a pretty average NRL season. Oh, the finals have been a lot better, you know. Well, that's what I'm getting to, mate. I'm saying it was yeah, a shit yeah. season. And it was, yeah. We, we, I think we've said it on the show, haven't we? And we're the biggest league fans ever. Um, it was, a, it was a disappointing season. And I think, to be honest, I think you know what proves it is that the Roosters were one game away from a grand final. And to be honest, I'm not taking anything away from the Cowboys, but the Cowboys have sort of limped in. They've sort of done a Stephen Bradbury, right? Well, I think there's there's teams that have really let us down that while they're not in the preliminary finals, and, and we're talking about Raiders, the top four here, yep. the Warriors. Raiders were just, they had to, with that roster, be a top four side this year. So there's a real bounce back potential with Canberra next year, I reckon, because, you know, you only have a four-year window in rugby league unless you're the yep. Storm. Um, yeah. Or unless you're a glamour club, like these days, Brisbane and the Roosters can just reload very quickly. Their ability to attract talent and just to basically, you know, even if they have a down year, they can get back almost within a year, as the Roosters proved this year. I think the Raiders are a real bounce back chance next year. And I think the Panthers, if you looked at preseason, never really went on. Although a lot of people said that they didn't have the they didn't have the team, so they're kind of the darlings of the preseason. But I say the Sharks. That team, that roster, they should have gotten close to the grand final. I think they, they, that um, the Cowboys side that are playing this week is a lot different than the one that played two weeks ago. The Sharks just gave them that game, didn't they? It wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Oh, well, Tamalolo, like, I still love it when you see Tamalolo just clapping as Gallon drops the. Have, oh. have I seen you that little clip when he's no. just clapping like a little kid because oh. um, when Gallon drops the ball on the line. Um. But it was just like they, they weren't in that game at all, were they? And they're just almost no. like 
you know when teams aren't in a game and the other team just can't put them away and they keep dropping the ball, keep dropping the ball, and it's in the end, yeah. the other team goes, well, you just can't give me this much possession. That was that game. And then we had Manly lose to Panthers. That was a high yeah. error rate, but fucking good game of league, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go to um, Cowboys, just... Eels again. The Eels, what the Eels, what the, were the Eels doing at one game away from semi-final? I mean, I thought that, it just shows... They were never yeah. going to win that game against the Cowboys, and that shows the quality of that team, that Eels team. I just never could see them beating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, at the end of the day, you know, the other thing is preliminary finals, often there's an argument that they are actually better quality games than grand finals. What well, are your thoughts on that? From a drama and free-flowing nature, absolutely agree with you. Yeah, I think yeah. people get a little bit tense and they play a bit tighter in a grand final. You don't tend yep. to have the just the the back and forth of a of a prelim, a great prelim. And I think also you got to remember when and where they play the prelims. Like you often have a Friday night or a Saturday yeah. evening. Saturday evening, just a little bit more juice, isn't there? Just a little bit more juice in the game. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And w- so let's just start with Broncos Storm. And it was your classic Broncos weren't far away from that game. Fuck, if early doors they weren't, were they? And they just didn't, didn't take their chances. I'll tell you what, Cody Nakrima has um, actually improved as a player. Mm-hmm. What's happened to his brother? I saw him turning out for Wyong Jayden the other day. played for Wyong. Yeah, well, remember right, when the I mean... Roosters were just championing him um, as a big signing for the club? He played a couple of games of first grade at the start of last year and hasn't been sighted since. I know. It's just, I just love the what do you call it? It's like the roller coaster of a young um, Polynesian kid in the NRL. Like you just, you just don't know whether they can make it or not. You know, Carl Falinga. I, t- I tell you what, though, you could just see Craig uh, Bellamy picking him up on a cheap deal and just turning him into um, the next Gareth Wood. Who, oh, Carl Falinga? No, or Jaden Yeah, I know. But but then he's got Riley Jacks and the other bloke like that. It's just Brody a, Croft. But it's just, uh, oh, it's just, I don't know what they just breed. They just breed them well, don't they? And, they, um, and those Sunshine Coast Falcons yesterday, that's basically the Storm feeder club. And I see them. They've got two feeder clubs. Yeah, which I think you should always have two feeder clubs. But they've got two in the Queensland Cup that go effectively into the Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Easts uh, used to be, but they always seem to change it around. You know, they used to actually have the Sharks or something. It's funny that like or, the Storm or, actually yeah, more than just, you know how the Storm usually their depth isn't usually fantastic because they've got a couple of guys that sort of sneak onto the field that are like, oh, fuck, is he really playing first grade? But this year... T- like Paul Sheedy. Yeah. Looking Slade at- Griffin. Like, how does Slade Griffin get, exactly. this, get this part of a great football side? It's actually great. It's a great story, actually. Well, more my point was actually going to be this year is that they have got the depth because they've got guys like Robbie Rocco came across mid-season. Nate yeah. Miles came across mid-season. They've got like Jerome Hughes, young Tony Mapaya. They've got quite a few first yep. graders. Uh, Braden, Brandon Smith, that um, great young hooker. You know Slate yep. Griffin's actually from Westport? Yeah, I know that. He was actually born in Sydney, but he's born in Greymouth. Well, he can't be born in and Sydney and born in Greymouth. Where was he born? Oh, yeah, quote. Because <laughs> his Wikipedia page says he was born in Greymouth, and then in the box it says he was born in Glen Innes, New South Wales. Oh, yeah. Nice. But I'm sure he was born in Greymouth. Somebody's boy pulled up. He's actually a Cobden Kohanor uh, junior. And but he got... He Leeds didn't actually get as far up as Westport. 
How did leaks start in Westport? Which, for all you listeners out there, predominantly Australian, um, English in the UK, um, we're big in Canada. Shout out to Jamie Lester, coach of... Um, who does he coach? Uh, Jamie Lester coaches the Canadian Rugby League team, the, the Wolverines. The Wolverines. He's a big lister. Yeah. Um, Westport is a tiny gold mining camp town. And no, the, it's not gold mining. Well, Westport It was never gold mining. Really? No, Westport was never gold mining. Oh, Greymouth and Hokitika were built off gold mining. Um, so Westport it's north of, bought, north of oh, Greymouth. You know what, Westport was, Westport was bought, uh, built off coal. Okay. And it was where they exported the coal from the West Coast. Okay, so we're north of Westport and about 23 kilometres south of Karamea, which is from um, direct latitude even with Wellington. So that's it's this with and, the top and of the fishing, South Island meets. And fishing. Yeah, white A lot of fishing and dairy farming. Mm. Um, and a cement plant. But for some reason, got quite um, rugby league based, didn't it? Well, not the southern west coast did. We get a water roll, Greymouth, yeah. Hokitika, definitely, yeah. Mm. Um, back to the storm. And their first 25 minutes was close. Would you say that Darius Boy playing with a pulled hamstring was a difference? Early doors? Was it pulled hamstring? I thought it was just a hematoma. Nah, he, he, I remember in the game in round 26, he pulled a hammy. You could see it. He came yeah, up. So I'd like him to not be available for um, Australia. Yeah, because he's never lost in the Australian jumper. Quote. Um, but, yeah, look, I just thought, this, I think there is a bit of a weakness in the Broncos centres, especially defensively. Um, I thought Moga had a good year this year, and I thought, Fuck. I mean, we all know what Jimmy the Jet can do. Don't call him Jimmy the Jet. His name's James well, Roberts. James Robinson, yes, James the Roberts, sorry. Yeah, quote. Um, they looked pretty good, but is McCulloch, uh, McCulloch's probably been the difference because McCulloch not being there is 50 tackles a game means that Hunt is playing nine. Well, oh, I thought yeah. Hunt was brilliant in the nine jersey in the last eight weeks, I thought. Um, and well, then, look, but, but St. George already have a dummy half next year, Cameron McGuinness. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's so I don't know where they fit happens. being hunted to. It's a lot of money to pay for an average dummy half, though, 1.6 million bucks a year. It's not 1.6 million a year. It's well, where it is. Yeah, but it's a, it's a lot of money to pay. Um, okay, so then what was the turning point? It was actually Curtis Scott, who you have oh, big raps on, always have. Well, how many times do and we get to see a tall, skinny centre? the Fox. A what? tall, a tall, white, skinny centre, ball playing. Like, I mean, it's my dream. That is my dream. He's got one of those hair, those Queensland haircuts too. Yeah, just scruffy. Not no real <laughs> styling to it. Like it's almost like, yeah, like wake it. up in the morning, walk outside. No yeah. one, no one can tell if you had a shower or not. Kind of here. Yeah, and that who did he get that ball? Was that Roberts or did he get through? Mount? It was Roberts. He got that through Roberts. But those are just the turning points of our game. Yeah, and then he puts um, Addo Carr over, who just did Darius Boyd, who That's not normally... his name. You know what his name is? No, I'm not going to call him the Fox. You love calling him that name. I they... hate rugby league nicknames. They're shit. <laughs> what about Milo? Who's Milo? Daryl Halligan, because he wasn't quick. <laughs> well, what about Waltzing? Waltzing was Andrew Walker? No, Matt Hilda. <laughs> well, okay, you've proven me wrong with two real goodies there. Far out. Um, and then in the second half, I didn't enjoy seeing the game deteriorate when, I tell you what, I've, I've been forced to defend him a lot. And he is a very, very good player who gets um, 
called out for different things. He doesn't stand out on the stat sheet, but he stands out. He's a player's player, Adam Blair, but he did some oh, fucking yeah. grubby shit out there. He did some bad penalties. And did you see a Sofa Solomona just make him pay for it? No. Did you not see that Sofa Solomona it. try? Describe it. Oh, he just real high knees base, tallest man on the field, um, oh. six five, charging in a straight line at Cody Nicarima, just basically oh. saying, "You gave me this penalty, I'm going to make you pay for it." And then I've never seen um, first who was sledge. Someone was sledging. Okay, Will Chambers, who's got a big mouth oh, on him, Kevin was sledging. Smith was doing some great and then at next. the end of the game, when Slater scored on the post, and Kahu. Did a stupid dive on the back of Slater's legs. Cameron yeah. Smith fucking teed yeah, was... off on him. Teed off on him. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's what our game's about. What? Teeing off on people? Yeah, I think so. When you just yeah. when you just let go, you know. Look, I, I fully support um, Cameron Smith teeing off, but in that situation. But Billy and Cameron Smith have got this holier-than-thou... Like, they are both fucking dirty players. No, they I know. What about when every time fuck. Cameron Smith gets up from a tackle, he always like, puts the knees in? Yeah, but what about Billy Slater, who's just a fucking grub, but he's just, he's an untouchable. Um, and well, you just the, can't, he, like, have even you seen the, that? Have you seen that ad on the bus shelters? With him and um, his daughter about dads playing with Barbies? Yeah. Oh, that makes me sick. Yeah. Why is he? It's hard to not like him, though. No, fuck Billy. Like, you're better than that, mate. You can get some better deals. Do something for Essex or Powerade or Amy or bloody... But isn't... Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to really say him off, doesn't um, a kid playing with Barbie sort of have a wrong um, body shape um, cognizance or no, whatever it's called? Out, they'll put out a whole heap of different Barbies with different body shapes. That's what this 21st century has well, gotten to. Well, the one that Billy Slater's playing with is his um, daughter looks anorexic. Nah, yeah, the one that Billy was playing with was beautiful. She was real fit. <laughs> um, but Slater, now people laugh at me when I say this, right? And they go, he's an immortal, which I, I actually disagree with. I don't think Billy Slater's an immortal. Well, you can't have three immortals on one team. I just do not agree. No, I don't think Cooper Comp's an immortal. No, I don't think he is either. The only immortal in that team for me is Sm- It's between Smith. Smith and Thurston. No, I'm talking about Queens. I'm talking about Melbourne. Um, but Billy yeah, Slater, so... right? In the under the absolute peak pressure in big game matches, yeah. if you attack him, I know he makes bone-handed decisions. He's done it time and time again. People don't have, haven't really picked that up. If I was Michael Morgan, and we'll get to Morgan soon, those torpedo bombs that he's, I would be attacking Billy. And I've only ever seen. Actually, only New Zealand Kiwis and the Warriors attack Billy, and fuck yeah, we'll me, it came we'll up. We'll do it dividends. December the second this year too, won't we? He won't. Will he be the fullback or will it be Darius? I think you have to pick him, don't you? Yeah, you do. I like playing against Slater because there's a couple of errors yeah. in him. They're picking Matt Scott too. Okay, if we move on from the Broncos, that would be a dumb. Move. Okay, okay. Anyway, but yeah, it's storm too good. And I just want to say, how good is it on moving to a, a rugby league town that fills up their grounds? Well, I think the listeners will be happy because the consistency of our shows and the quality of the sound, um, and maybe you can pick up a local sponsor down there, get them involved in rugby league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe the we've, we've got an international sponsor. So, 
Um, and I'd, lo- I'd always like to record, um, I think we're going to record in the World Cup semi-final um, in the Auckland Viaduct. I've got a venue and a couple of Why, guests. Why, thank me. I'll get that signed off with Mumsy too. Oh, I'm not getting anything signed off after Hong Kong. Because I've basically got, so I had that weekend with you blokes and I was away out of town for two weeks. Now I've got to fly back to Hong Kong to play our inaugural test match on November the 4th. I've committed to Australia-Lebanon, I've committed to Australia and I've committed to the semi-final and final. Fuck! Are you... I, th- I thought you died after that trip to Hong Kong. I was. That's the closest I've been today. And as I said to you, mate, I said it the other day. Our week, our boys, like we're getting mid thirties now, mate. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna. One of us is gonna die on one of these trips. Is it because you think at our age they'd get mellower? Do you think we're getting madder? I said this to someone who <clears throat> asked me how it was, and I said that's the it's the hardest I've ever gone. And I was not. But boy, we're old and got kids now. Is it like because it's? Uh... It's just look. It's a one-upmanship, isn't it? You know, you've got three days in the Orient, and you've got to. You just you just keep going. But there's going to be a point though where we get to fifty or something, and our yeah. ticket isn't quite as strong, and we assume that someone's going to t- curl over. Well, I think the point will be maybe late thirties. There'll be a real scare. Someone will die, and then maybe we'll have a couple of couple of, couple <laughs> we'll of pull years it in off. We actually celebrate. We'll, every yeah. year we'll go out for like, oh, Marah. This was for Marah. Exactly. The year after that is it's all about um, honouring his memory, and then until someone else dies, and so on and so forth. So not a bad way to go though. But it's just annoying getting the body back. Yeah, coming home in a body bag. Um, <laughs> story story of an autobiography based uh, one of those cats that will listen to this going well that's what they say like, I used to do a lot of um, well no sorry I would never have but I was talking to a guy the other day that said he uses a lot of cancer jokes <laughs> but he said he doesn't really like using them anymore because a lot of his mates are getting cancer yeah. but are we, I reckon our group will still start using them what do you reckon bringing back cancer jokes no but I mean if say soup starts getting cancer mm. do you think we'll stop saying cancer jokes um, I think I'd clear it with him first. What? What's that? Well, I'd just say, look, mate, um, cancer jokes are getting um, quite big. Well, it was Bill, Cosby, Bill Cosby said, Bill Cosby said, and I'm not saying he's a great man, but he said you got to laugh, you got to laugh. He laughed his way out of poverty. Yeah, and laughing is the best therapy or medicine, as someone said once. Yeah. Quite. Um, all right, back to the second. I was so excited about that prelim final on Saturday night. I've, I've just, yeah, yeah, I'm so sick of watching my fucking disaster of a rugby league side. I look forward to when the real league starts, when you watch real teams that play for each other and that have structure yeah. and good coaches and make good decisions. Fuck, I was excited about watching the Cowboys versus the Roosters. I picked the Cowboys because they're on a roll. I know you did. I know you did. They are on a roll, and they've got the two best form, two point. form players in the world playing for them. Turning point for me was that Felt try. He did it at Felt won the didn't Felt win the William. He did. He was voted the and worst has, player in the league on a consistent basis over twenty six rounds. Tadishi and his idiot mates. Yeah, I've had a few votes before. You can't vote for it. I've been the lead judge in the William for about three Did days. Yeah. Absolute, absolute <laughs> I, I swear to God. Really? How do you, do you say, oh, I'll... I'll I just you tweet him and I say, hey, I'll do the Warriors this week, mate. Um, oh, I've sent you a screenshot. <laughs> I've got a photo on my phone of it. Wicked. Oh, I didn't know that. Remember when you, um, he used to do that thing where he compiled the almanac 
of all the games. Yeah, and you like sat on the hill that's, and that's the fact. Belmain versus um, the Warriors, and you wrote that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So you don't see me disbelieving you, do you? Oh, mate, I still don't believe it, but carry on. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, what was the, your, what... the turning point. The turning point was, for me, it was that classic game that one team has all the ball and it's all over them early. Now, this, this actually didn't eventuate in the end, but you know when there's a team that they might be up 6-0, 12-0, but they've got 80% position? Yep. The Rooster did incredibly well to only be down 8-0. It was just a ridiculous and they end up coming back at what was the halftime score? Eight six. Eight six, yeah. Or eight four. Eight, and six. then they scored straight after half. They're up ten eight. Yeah. Weren't they? Um, yep. And you know, look, there was a comedy. That, I mean, the the, the the turning point was Blake Ferguson's drop ball. Yes. And because it came after O'Neill. So you he's like their new SKD. Yes. Yeah, that's right. But the thing yeah. is, you it's know, like you if you're a sport, you don't want him to pass to him. Yeah. You have, in semi-finals and prelims and grand finals, you have, like, omen plays. And, you know, plays that you just go, right, we are not coming back from that. And then when Justin O'Neill lost the ball cold and then COC Takiyaho had the presence of mind to find um, Blake in the yep. corner and score, I said, that's it. Yep. Nice yeah, romantic, fancy too. for the Cowboys, but yep. they're gone. Rooters are in the grand final. And then they kick the ball off, and what does Blake do? So this playoff oh, no. series, Blake Ferguson has, round one, I was at Allianz watching the Broncos Roosters. He tried to throw the ball in to stop the ball from going out and threw it right to Kahu, who went in and scored. Do you remember that? That Yeah, and that happened last night in the penrith Wyong game. So <laughs> I love those tries. It's, he, like almost, it's like Billy Slater reincarnated. Was that Joey Manu who did it, was it? Now, who did it? Was the left winger for Wyoming, Luke Sharp? Mm-hmm. So there was back-to-back omen plays and in the three Jed Cartwright scored. And then what happened after that? Just the, the Cowboys just just fuck me. The, is there a, if we are saying that Michael Morgan, this Michael Morgan, will we be looking back in twenty years and going, fuck? But was he as good as two thousand seventeen finals, Michael Morgan? Is there, can you can you get any higher? Can you get better as a player? No, I don't think so. What about Willie Minogue? We'll get to Willie Minogue. Yeah, okay. But I reckon he. I'm disappointed that I read the paper the day after and they only gave him a nine. How the fuck do you get a nine? Who the, who did they give nine to? Morgan. He should have been a ten out of ten. Nah, mate. You know, there's only been seven ten out of ten that regular league week ever. That was one of them. Quote. That, quote. Okay, he made big tackles. And this is the thing. As a number seven, he made big tackles. Yeah, I know. He got his hands through the tackle and did some offloads. He had line break assists. He had a 40-20. He had a try assist. One of the greatest try assists you'll ever see that pass to Kane Leonard after he'd just been belted in his head. And he had a fucking field goal. And his torpedo bombs just went out. He showed Fuck. every single possible skill that you can do as a lead player. You're right, actually. When you put it that way. His defense was incredible. I know. This guy was a reserve grader three or four years ago. He was a reserve grader and then only came onto the scene when Lock and Coot got injured at the nines and he was playing fullback. Before then, Ray Thompson and Robert Ibashman misses Liu used to start ahead of him at seven for the I Cowboys. Know. Gee, Ray Thompson had a shit haircut. Yeah, he's got quite a nice nemesis, though, actually. 
Pizza. Jungle, jungle fever based. Oh, real? Mm. I went deep diving. You know, sometimes you start off on like a leaguey um, on Instagram yep, on and Instagram. you see who liked it, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you're checking out Ray Thompson's missus. <laughs> I always seem to do that. I always end up Mochi cams. Oh, or um, Jordan Cahoos. Yeah, oh yeah, but she's, yeah, I do like Jordan Cahoos, agreed. I've got a feeling that Chi Cam's got, had a few nice mumsies. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because he's half Chinese. China? No, he's that Samoan Chinese, isn't he? Like Mason yeah, from North. Yeah, or uh, Isaac Liu. Liu? Like, Vossi called Isaac Liu the most underrated player most in rugby underrated. league. I know, I know. And then he made That's a real shit mistake. I know, afterwards. then he, yeah, he did it. That was, that was actually a turning point, too. That was actually the turning point. There's there's two big things I wanted to say about the Roosters. I was saying this to a mate, Big Rules, the other day, um, which I don't think he was taking it too well. I think he just came off a, a big stag dude. He didn't want to have some home truths about society. You never want someone to point out, especially when they've got a shit team that they support, the morning after, tell you what went wrong. You just don't want that to happen, do you? But anyway, I did. And the two things for me is the Roosters are built around... Medicine. Um, the Roosters are built around Mitchell Pierce and Jared Warrior Hargraves. They are the two best examples that I know of players that are great at club level and cannot make the step up. They can't play in a big semi-final. They can't go and play in Origin, and they can't play in International. They're not built for it. When the chips were down, who in that rooster side actually took the game by the scruff of the neck? You couldn't see... Because where was Cordner? That's the quietest I've ever seen Boyd Cordner in any game. Jake Friend had yeah. a blinder. He was doing everything he could. But Luke Carey, fuck, he's got like a body like a 12-year-old boy. Like, you know when they don't have a bum and you just the shorts just go straight down? It's just yeah, like these like shorts. Yeah, like two sticks, like two bird's legs. And, and of course, you're going to run at him all day. No wonder Russell Crowe fell out with him. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's waxing on about them. Like, they were never the second-best team in the comp this year. Who, I'll tell you who w- winks on about him. was Matthew Johns. Yeah, because he, he, he coaches them, didn't he? Well, I don't care, but he's just I talks them up so much. Yeah, this guy's the anyway, we've up. got the we've got the two most deserving teams in the grand final. But last last point though about the Roosters, that is my big that was my my main point. But I'm a big fan of this bloke. But Trent Robinson fucked them that game. He yep. had a shocker in terms of his tactics. Why would you let Latrell Mitchell put him on the wing? Put Daniel Tupo on the bench. Like, if he's not starting, which yep. he shouldn't be, you, he should you, you not put be just the money. Where the fuck is Kane Evans? A big body to run right down the middle with the Cowboys. That is just like crazy. Kane Evans. Hey? Where's Kane Evans next year? Where's Kane Evans Para. next year? Para. God, he's just... He looks like a newborn foal. Yeah, but he's good, and he's a hard cunt. And the guys okay. that actually came off the bench and changed the game for the Roosters was... Takiyaho and Tedavano. They actually came and just gave them some fucking yep. mongrel in the middle. Like, Scott Bolton shat all over that Bruce's pack. And shit, he's underrated. He's the most underrated player in the game. He's camp. been playing well, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, would, who does a bit of job of fit, fit Scotty Bolton or a 50% Matt Scott? Hmm. But they're not going to gonna take out that guy... Um, what's his... Jensen? Corey Jensen nah, or something? Yeah, no, nah, but they won't play Matt Scott, surely. They better not. No, it's, it's coaching one on one. Don't fuck with a winning team. Don't bring someone back injured. It's just you just it's just karma. Yeah. Who do you think's going to win the grand final, and why? Storm. Storm. Just I think. 
I just think there's would have been so much um, energy taken out of the Cowboys over the last three or four weeks that mm. I think it'll just be down to a couple of mistakes and Smith will push them around the field properly, you know. Mm. I guess this, for me, yeah, look, there's two scenarios. There's exactly what you just said. Storm 30, Cowboys 8. Never really close. Yep. And Smith's just got the game by a string. Or, fart, rewind two weeks ago, Eels versus Storm in Melbourne? They were not. Yeah, were and, then, not and how did I say? You bashed their forward pack. But it, I just don't. How, and Tomalolo can do that. Tomalolo can do it with a bit of Asiata, a bit of Scott Bolton. Yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon Asiata's a, a, a bolt for the kangaroos. <laughs> You're off your head tonight. Asiata. He's French. Him. I know he is, but he's actually Australian. He's, he's tier one Australia. Yeah, but he's a French Samoan. Like, he's not even like a starting. Like, he's not one of their stars. <laughs> but I just think him, could, he could cause havoc behind an Australian full pack. Yeah, so could. Um, so could Luke on one leg. <laughs> yeah, quite. I was like Asiata. I just think he's been the unsung hero of the finals. I just like pronouncing his name. And that's one of my favourite yeah, names to pronounce. I tell you what, I read in um, NRL.com who should hang their head in shame. I was reading like the Ken Stevens Medal write up, like which is like the community award, yep. and they're doing one for Sam Tangataisi, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is who won it this year. Your favourite name to pronounce. Well, it, it goes guest down at the Daly M's, yep. and they said the yep. Tongan International, and they talked about his Tongan heritage. The bloke's Samoan. That's like yeah, what that's really, that is shocking. <laughs> that is terrible from a. That is typical website. Australian bogan, um, you know. And he actually led the charge, ironically, about six weeks ago for the, the NRL commentators mispronouncing his name. And I know. He, he said that his he feels great shame when his daughter goes to school and they call him Tang and Teasy. Well, to be honest, he was the guy, you know, I, know, I haven't bought it for a while, but early on in the year, you used to be able to get um, the NRL-like profiles book. And I haven't bought it for a few years because I haven't been in that part of the world. But you get it. He actually got them to write another column on another row, which is the actual pronunciation. Phonetic. The phonetic actually, pronunciation. Yeah, phonetic, phonetic base. So, tanga ta ese. Yeah, brilliantly done. Brilliantly done. Um, well, we often have uh, we have a league forum that get us to do the pronunciations um, because no one really does it well. Ken, um, who is it? What's happened to that shark energy drink? Oh yeah, the one that used to. You know the, the one sharks. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. There used to be a sponsor on the front page of the Sharks. Who is that? Ken Laban. Do you remember when yeah, he Ken used to Laban. like Winnie Laban's husband? Ken Laban used to. He was. He did one year as the Warriors color commentator. He, did he? decided. Actually, no. He was their. He was their full blown caller. For one, he no, decided. No, no, no. You know, you know, you know, you're getting, you're getting. Nope. Favorite commentator. No, no, no. Dale Husband. It was not Ken Laban. Sorry, sorry, it was Dale Husband. You're right. I, loved, I don't know why Dale Husband didn't get what I love so the way. So Dale Husband started to like accentuate some pronunciations that just oh, didn't yeah, even Mateo. exist. So like he started saying Mateo as in like Fletty Mateo and he'd like take them that extra step further and then he was doing like rapera like for, and he'd give it like a ah yeah, at the end of it. Almost but just gee, like... at least he was trying, not like Jason Costigan. <laughs> All I remember was Costigan. Costigan was we... yeah, that was when oh. we were terrible. I just remember we were playing the no, Knights. He was fuck. He was commentated basketball in like his off weeks. 
remember yeah, playing the so Newcastle Knights and we were getting flogged and it was just the Gidley and Tahu show. And Tahu was running running down the line and he did one of those slam dunks over the crossbar and he goes, Yahoo, Tahu. Well, maybe you want to fucking vomit. I think that was actually when, um, you know, I was right into their um, uh, team setup for the celebrations. Mm. One, my favourite was um, Fletch when he did the bomb. Yeah, that's the only one. I, I mean, there was the Skittles no, one, the, other with the one Raiders, was the, other, the Skittles one, and there was also <laughs> Hopewadi when he like, what did Hopewadi? Oh, he did the um, that wrestling one. When he, <laughs> he's just like a little kid. <laughs> when he, you really. know, when you who did it? When you just sort of point at your crotch and go suck it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mundine <laughs> did like a, a lot of like, and Mundine and Blacklock were doing a lot of Aboriginal dances. Remember when they taunted Peachy? Now, what about when, um, was it, who got the coconut? Was that Fifele? Fifele Lower. When he checked the coconut. No, it was Henry Fifele. Yeah, Henry Fifele. And then there was, Dow got the, um, did you do? Yeah, good call. Yeah, that see that. Was that one of those corner posts that were like spirally, sort of like, you see uh, those yep. hairdressers, lights? Yeah. Is that, yeah, that's right. Um, quickly across, because we're, we're running out of time. Um, the Hunters. Talk me through it. Oh, One of the greatest um, things so in the rugby league. Arce Boas has come out and Tony Webeck of uh, Queen, they're talking about they want to do a national holiday in um, in PNG for it. You're joking. No banter. This is this is how much these fellas love the game, our game. So I'm actually can't wait. Apparently, it was a pretty shit game of football, really mistake ridden. Hmm. But I just can't wait to see them go up against the Panthers. Um, it was played at Suncorp Stadium in front of 12,000 people. That's not bad. No, it's, a, it's the biggest crowd they've had for the Queensland Cup Grand Final. And obviously the Australian Prime Minister setting played the PNG team over the weekend, so it was heavily understrength because a lot of those guys were um, playing the Queensland Cup Final. Um, but yeah, and what about the... We've always talked about star growth, I mean. Uh, just just Why a bit. Is, there's not this enough. Is why is it trying to pick him up? Well, why why haven't there <clears throat> why haven't there been more PNG players that have played in the NRL? Is is beyond me. I'm just I've I've never like well, you know how Fiji five. right five. in the last five years Fiji's been like the project nation and they have just yep. gone through the roof. Papua New Guinea has to be that nation that goes next. They have to be able to develop further into. They have to. I just think it's the infrastructure, you know. Well, yeah, it's a very it's it's a country of just mass diversities, really, isn't it? I mean, oh, most yeah. of the people still live in strong traditional social groups based on farming. Their social lives combine traditional religion with modern practices, including primary education. These society and clans are explicitly acknowledged by Papua New Guinea Constitution, with expressions wish for traditional villages and communities to remain as viable units of Papua New Guinea society and protects yep. their continuing importance to local and national community life. Says Wikipedia. And what's their, what's their currency then? Um, the currency... Kina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like as in like the... Um, fish eggs. Fish eggs. That's a league, that's a league feed. Kina. That's what I remember... Um, so, oh, hang on, working, hang on. I, just, I remember working um, with uh, Crown, like furniture moving one summer, 
and it was all Maori boys. I was like one of the only few white boys that did it. And some bird walked past, and this Maori bird just, this Maori guy just yelled out, Shows your kinner. <laughs> lost it. Oh. So actually, Riho, I was thinking about this the other night. And I want all of our listeners that are listening right now just to take a moment and think. Think back every year. How far can you go back where you remember where you were watching each grand final? I reckon mm. I can go back to 2000 and... Jeez. 2009, where was I? No, I don't know where I was there. I can, I can at least go back 89. to 2004. 89. Hang on, where were you for 97 then? 97, there were two grand finals. Well, which one? There was yeah, a Super League yeah. grand final, which I was at Carrie Burroughs' house. And ARL Grand Final, I was at my lounge in Christchurch, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of my the lounge. The okay, lounge what night was that? What night was the Super League Grand Final? It was Saturday night. Saturday night, the night before the Sunday. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah, yeah. They loved this Saturday night Super League. Okay, where were you for the two thousand and three Grand Final? Two thousand three was Panthers. And dogs, roosters, Panthers, roosters, and I was at my, yeah, I was at my ex girlfriend's at the time watching it. I was the only one alone in my in her lounge on Kotari Street in Christchurch, New Zealand. Far out. And then the one before, two thousand two, the Warriors. We hosted a um, party at our place at our flat at the time. We went round to the there? private school um, and with help of no, our mates who was Now you're confused. Hang on, no, you are lying now. No, the Warriors. You did that two thousand and three for no, the semi. We did it for Warriors Roosters for the grand final. Fuck. We got our mate Tinners to lead us into the ground, took our mate's car and stole a grandstand from the rugby private school rugby ground, St Andrews, brought it round to our place, put a makeshift tarpaulin over the top, invited all our mates, and when Stacey Jones scored that try, there was a 35-man pile-up. Wow, if, that was one of the great tries. Really? One, one of the great pile-ups too. About, where were you in 2005, Benji Marshall? Uh, I was seven. around at my mate Mike Craig's. He was our halfback for the Victoria University Hunters. He now is like a soccer commentator in Sweden, believe it or not. Um, and we watched it with Henry Hickey and Mike Craig. It was up in like, I think it was the Karori or something. But it was, yeah, it was a good night celebrating a game. What about 2012 Storm Dogs? Dogs. I was in my lounge in Hong Kong watching it with uh, my wife, and she was shocked that James Graham would bite Billy Slater's ear. That was in, okay. <clears throat> the fact that James Graham has been just completely and utterly forgiven for that act. <laughs> now I'm not going to go on. A, I'm not going to go on a racist tirade here, but just imagine if that was Adam Blair that did that. Oh. I oh, know. Compared to what he, oh, yeah. Like, let's not get it. But I know. I, I take your point, mate. I won't. I won't go any further. Last point that we want to make, and it was probably a week too late because we're still recovering last week from from Hong Kong. You went to South Africa and went out and watched some local league there. Talk us. Yeah. That. So I had to spend the weekend in South Africa just uh, for reasons, just because of. For reasons, so I was stuck in Pretoria, so I thought, well, what am I going to do in the weekend? So I found out, I looked up on the um, local uh, South African league, and I found the ground and drove out there. You had to drive. Did you get a call, a car? Because you're in, you're in the high veld. You're in real, um, 
Afrikaans I just drove myself. Really? And then, yeah. And then I just, um, I went there, parked in the wrong place, which was a bit dodgy, and had to walk past these, like, crack-smoking guys. Well, they were right, they were league-based. And then walked, it was like, went at the real dry ground, and went over there and I was so fired up I was like how good is this I'm in the middle of nowhere and they're playing league and I went up to the coach and go hey mate because they only had like one guy on the bench I'm like mate I'll have a run if you want he's like and quite he didn't even speak English so a lot of those Africans even speak English and then oh mate it was just they were just big units eating too much steak so actually I got some audio Listen right. to this, Harry. Well, what, what, for the retreat for, for our listeners, we've got two interviews here from Jack. One from the coach, I believe, and one from the fullback. So um, wrap, your, wrap your ears around The fullback first. Go fullback All first. Right. We'll do. Hi, it's uh, Jack Muir here from Legal Council in the lovely suburb of Silverton in Pretoria. I'm here with who played fullback today for the Tux yes. Rugby League 13. Um, I, I suppose that was a good win from you fellas, wasn't it? Well... Uh, it was a good win, but then at some stage we got too comfortable and we started messing around. But then no, it was a, uh, we're definitely happy with the win. And uh, you say your favourite player is Ben Barber. I saw a lot of Ben Barber in you, in that, in you out there. Uh, that's my favourite. It's to me that guy. Mate, he's, he's a nice guy, but he's a good football player, but he's also a bit of a grub. Because he used to play Xbox um, and he used to put his kids behind the fridge. So that's feeling. So what made you choose Rugby League over Rugby Union? Because all along, when it, come to, when it came to Union, I was told that my size, my size, my size. Really? Yeah. When I got to Rugby League, that's when I found the opportunity to bully the big guys. Exactly. <laughs> at the moment, I know if I run to the big guys, the most of them are just way too lazy to go down for my height. Yeah. So I think that I go through or I get a penalty. So. Yeah, you played really well today. No, Thanks thank very you. much. Thanks. Thank Have a good day. Thanks. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Hi, I'm here with Ashley Hills from Silverbacks, uh, the Silverbacks. coach of Silverbacks. The coach, player coach. Player coach the through the today, yes. So how long have you been playing uh, rugby league, actually? Um, I've been involved for about 15 years uh, and coaching for for the past 10 years. Wow, and what, What? because obviously, um, look, I'm a big rugby league man myself, but I know this uh, Rainbow Nation of yours is actually very union-based. Yes. What... Can you tell me what makes uh, what makes somebody want to play rugby league in this country? Well, um, basically, it's all going about the love of the game. As soon as you as soon as you start the union guys start coming over to the um, to the league version of yeah. rugby, yeah. they they all of a sudden fall in love with the game, exactly. and then yeah. they all of a sudden they just say um, they want to play union just to stay fit for the league season. Really? Yes. Oh, that's brilliant because it is the greatest game of all, isn't it? it yeah, really it is. I hard, love it. hard, lovely, hard game. Oh yeah, always yeah. competitive. And one thing I was really impressed with you guys at there is the camaraderie between the two sides. There's not 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 any biffo. It was played hard and fair and that's how rugby league should be played really brilliant yes yes it is um basically um we're all basically like a, a small community or basically a family if you can put it like that yeah, yeah. most of the most of my guys know knows most of their guys and yeah we're just yeah. very good friends basically like a kind of a family awesome so um and now what happens with the rest of the season is there still games to be played is there finals what's going on um today was our well, silverbacks first game of the season oh, wow. yep. um i'm actually proud of my guys yep. Uh, a lot of new guys still learning the game, all those yeah. things. So yeah, the season just started. Um, it's still a long season to go. Luckily, we end end in December month. And we have our um, December break. Yep. Then January, February month, and it's semis and finals. End of summer, yeah, brilliant. Right, well, Ashley, thanks very much for your time. I thoroughly enjoyed coming out to Pretoria and watching the greatest game of all. Thank, Thank you. you very much for your time. Thanks, mate. Cheers.
No, because. That yes, is obviously. As you can see, Rio, how good is it? Like, they just Mate, love their league. That is, that is quality. And um, one thing I did find la, the other day when I was going through the archives is our, your sideline commentary from the um, Victorian Rugby League final last year. Yep. And I couldn't, I don't think I put it on to the podcast at the time. No, you didn't. You fuck, didn't. Oh, I was laughing. Yeah, it was, it's some of your best work. Why? Oh, it's just you got you painted a real picture. Okay, maybe next next week we can put that on. Yeah, what was that song that you shazammed? You were going oh, up to them and going, um, oh, "What's uh, the song?" It was midnight really something. Yeah, you need to find that out. That could be midnight a new star, song. Midnight star, midnight star. Yeah, it's a crack. Who sings it? I think the midnight star is the name of the. It's a real lead song. Um, midnight star, American group. Now the song was called. Um, is it on your New Zealand League Party playlist? Yeah, I'll put it straight on there as soon as I heard it, mate. <laughs> we listened to that playlist all the way up to Newcastle for that test last year. I really enjoyed it. It got me into a real potty lure feel. Jeez, what was it? Midas Touch, Midas Touch. Um, Simon Denny out there, he'll know it probably yeah. pretty well and know what number it got to on the ARIA charts. Well, Simon oh, no, Denny charts. is the famous composer who uh, composed our theme song. Victorian-based composer. The Victorian-based composer, <laughs> a man of many hats, talents. He actually came up with the name Legal Counsel as well. Um, he's arguably the third member of the show and um, he is working on a new theme song um, currently in the works. It's a shame that um, we well we might do a World Cup show, won't we? We'll probably do a World Cup show some stage. Well, we're going to do that one in New Zealand, aren't we? So, um, quite quite. We'll we're going to do it at some. You call it like the some guy's bar or something? Yeah, we're going to do it at um, Doctor Rudy's, and Dr. I Rudy's, have yeah, a feeling yeah. that we might have a couple of uh, guests to interview there. So I'll leave it at that. Um, in the meantime, mate, enjoy the grand final and. You've got to love your league. Got to love your league. See you, mate. Bye.